Coming to you live from For the Damage Coda. That's an odd Evil Morty intro, and this is definitely an odd podcast intro for a podcast called Internet RSS, the unofficial Rick and Morty podcast. Oh boy. I didn't write oh. I didn't write that I- one very well. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did uh, not. Welcome. I'm off. I am off tonight. So this should be a welcome good show. everybody to interdimensional RSS, the unofficial Rick and Morty podcast. My name is Travis. Hey, I'm Brandon. Nice to nice to meet one and all. Unity. God, it's so good. Yeah, to... Unity. Welcome back. It's so good, good to, to hear your you. voices. <laughs> we're 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 feeling fresh. We're feeling loose. Uh, anything can happen on a brand new episode of interdimensional RSS. If you would like to. Talk to us and tell us what you think about this show. Make sure to follow our social media over at Twitter at Rick and Morty Pod, over on Reddit, Rick and Morty Podcast.reddit.com, or you can go to Rick and Morty.reddit.com. Uh, Instagram is Rick and Morty Podcast. You can go to our website, www.rickandmortypod.com, Facebook.com slash Rick and Morty Podcast. All of these things in the show notes. I'm, we have so many ways to con. So many. <laughs> There's so many ways, Brandon. So many ways. Um, you can email us Rick and Morty podcast at gmail.com or you can go to patreon.com slash Rick and Morty pod. Uh, you can also follow us live as we record these episodes <laughs> over on Twitch. Don't do it. On YouTube, on Mixer. Just look up, I don't know, Rick and Morty or something. I'm. Uh, it's it's the apathetic enthusiasm stream. So so go check all of those. On on, on Mixer, it's actually uh, not Rick and Morty related. It <laughs> it's is actually... just your Mixer. <laughs> Yeah, and they're probably like looking at it like this. What? Why? Why is this a thing that we're watching? This is dumb. Steve the Heb. What? Uh, Steve what? underscore what? the underscore Heb. By the way, if you're interested in Mixer. Dot com. You know, it's also a really fun fact. Uh, is when we start the stream because of streaming to Mixer. Now, uh, I get a notification that <laughs> uh, in Windows 10 that you have started streaming uh whenever i start the stream so the first thing people hear on our stream is always a windows notification sound <laughs> that that we're streaming so that'll be our well, new you know, opening you know it works and that's that's a, that's a good thing right yeah that's it's it's that gratification it's that knowledge that the stream is in fact working even if nobody's watching so uh and, thank and you we're, everyone and we're all for- about instant gratification here that's I want to say we're all about instant gratification here, and that's and that's why we love to have you, e- people who are equally into gratification instantly. Not not these like not these like thirty minutes. It's like instant grits. Any self respecting yeah. Rick and Morty fan goes for that instant gratification. The instant instagrats magic magic grats. Oh, <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, Brandon is in rare form tonight, so we are in for a treat. Uh, let's not, let's not belabor, uh, the fact at all and, uh, get into our first segment, which is semi-pertinent news. Semi-pertinent internet news, internet, internet news, internet, internet, internet news, pertinent, pertinent news. Uh, there's a moment there where it sounded like you were saying internet news. I actually which, just, I, I did change it to internet. Because <laughs> I'm keeping up. We got a lot of this stuff from the internet. So I felt like, you know, this is like a good chance to change it up a little bit and just really like expand the, the mythos of semi-pertinent news. 
yeah yeah it's really it's it's new horizons it could be could really be about anything as long as it's semi-pertinent to the show uh first up in semi-pertinent news the ign tweet show us what you got uh why don't you break this one down brandon all right yeah cool you should have me break down everything from here on out oh I'm, He's going to break it down. Such a good mood tonight. Uh, here's 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 what the deal is. Uh, IGN they put out a tweet in in what they did is it's one of those um, it's one of those uh, images videos that like like flashes a bunch of. Uh, it's called a GIF, Brandon. Oh, it, so no, that's that's inaccurate. It's not a GIF. It's actually like a video. It doesn't matter. The the, the fact it's, is, there's lots of images that. It's a high quality gift. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so what what IGN wanted you to do, Unity and us, technically, because we did it, was like just screen cha- capture. And then whatever that's whatever that's uh it's screen captured, that's the character that you got. And we got uh the old lawnmower dog. Uh yeah, s- snowball. Snowball. This, this oh yeah. Yeah, right yeah, 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 yeah. I got I got mine up that mine up there. Uh so we got that. Brian Brian Newton, our old director friend, he got Pickle Rick. Uh a, a couple of you uh, sent us some of the ones that you wanted. Uh Daniel Green, old Linkler, got Aberdolph Linkler. So that was That's spot on. Uh, there's, there's I mean I'm I'm not assuming foul play. <laughs> I'm not assuming multiple screenshots were taken. Uh maybe it was maybe it was yeah. fate. We, I don't know. I'm, we're not we're not gonna say you're a you're a liar, Dan. <laughs> but but it's it's awfully convenient that you got your namesake there. Uh, but uh, we we have a link in the show note if you too want to screen capture an IGN tweet and show us what you got, please do. Twitter.com yeah. slash IGN slash status slash one zero nine eight nine three eight two zero six eight oh two eight eight six 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 one. Yeah, make sure you wrote that down or go to the show notes. Uh all right. Also in semi-internet news, uh this week, if you are still a person that has HQ trivia installed <laughs> on your mobile device, uh, then you may have caught the fact that there was Rick and Morty trivia on Thursday night for HQ. Good old Scott Rogowski himself uh, hosting the show, going through 12 questions, all related to Rick and Morty. And obviously, we had to had to play this night. Had to. Uh, I, I, how, how often are you playing HQ now just regularly? Is it, is it, is it a solid zero? Are you? Are you, are you checking in every once in a while i reinstalled it for thursday night's game (laughs) (laughs) all right fair (laughs) enough that there you go i uh have never won hq uh ever and uh still play maybe three times a week really yeah oh my god i just am i'm just a terrible terrible trivia guy (laughs) it's a a sucker Uh, for punishment they say yeah, well, they added HQ words, uh, which is a word game oh. that's kind of like uh, like Wheel of Fortune, and so it's kind of fun. Okay, uh, so so I play that too, and and Sheena <laughs> Sheena likes word games. So anyway, uh, Rick and Morty trivia. We uh, got together uh, in our Discord, actually. That's right. And uh, you and me and Linkler makes three. Uh, we all we all hung out and and played HQ together. Def, I, I, there's not that's not cheating 
That's just no. that's just friends helping friends, you know, win. It no, it it's, or, or or all guess the wrong answer together. It's true. I uh, I mean, you you have you especially when HQ first came out, you'd have like office parties where they all got together at the same time to to try to, to try to win these prizes, and there was even a tweet for this for this episode where there was like a picture of like eight phones lined up in a row brandon do you want to sort of break down how how our our night went on on the trivia extravaganza uh yeah i mean so we i don't even remember the questions i actually recorded the whole thing on my phone um but we basically we were in a chat with with old linkler himself and we were uh, we went through all twelve questions, and we got to we got to um, there were there's some like iffy ones, and then we got to question eleven, which was the answer was who does the president say to get to uh, to to help write a hit song, and the right. the answers were Pharrell, Justin Bieber, or um, Billy Corgan, and. We all three of us like, and, and I want to. I want to be clear here. The only name that really came to mind was the Dream. <laughs> yeah. yeah, good, good, call, good. You mean call. you mean you don't know who the Dream is? Am I the only? Am I the only one here? Um, and and I was like, I, I'm pretty sure it's Bieber because because Billy Corgan is is way too. I remember it was like, it shouldn't be that one. Uh. But Pharrell was the one that we were kind of like uh, iffy on. I I was pretty confident that he had said, said Pharrell. Pharrell. Yeah, yeah. But I was like, and, and I rem- I feel like I remember in that episode them mentioning Bieber, but I feel like Bieber was one of the casualties of the Grammys or something like that. Like oh. he's mentioned elsewhere, maybe in the episode, right? But for some reason, it was rattling around in in this old noggin of mine, <laughs> and. Uh, and so I ended up clicking Bieber, and we all we all we all clicked we all clicked Bieber. I think Daniel might have clicked Pharrell, but either way, we oh. all clicked the wrong answer. Yo, yo, yo! <laughs> we we didn't we all didn't click Bieber. That's the one we should have picked. Um, but we like I picked Pharrell. Chelsea, my wife, she she was playing along as well, and I was like, pick. Uh, it's it's sneezy sneezy deluxe, the, the car. <laughs> um. And and so we all we all got it we all got it wrong, needless to say. And Chelsea and I were both like, no, we will we will get this extra life because we Not knew that today. we knew that answer. Uh and then and then question number twelve, if you're a fan of Rick and Morty, then you know what the answer to this is, is what was the show uh what was the original animation uh that Justin Royal made? Uh, like what was the title of it? Yeah, and of course it was Doc and Marty, and and now there were three different spellings of Doc and Marty. Yeah. So you doesn't I mean, count. You you kind of have to understand how like Royland would write that, I guess. But uh, as soon as we saw question twelve, all of us were like, ah, oh, yeah, we know this one. Yeah, uh, but you guys had had cheated uh, in in a fair way uh, by getting your extra lives, yeah. uh, so you were able to answer the question and take home a whopping forty nine cents. Forty nine cents each. Oh, <laughs> that's oh. that's almost a whole dollar for your household, there, Brandon. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, the the Dan Levy on Twitter, he he also won. 
Um, and I saw a tweet about a 79-year-old grandfather who had never seen the show and also won. So, Travis, let me just say this. You play three <laughs> times a week and a 79-year-old man who knows nothing about a show that you talk about every other week won the, won the trivia. Yeah, yeah, because I'm destined to always fail at <laughs> at, at HQ Trivia. That's, that's all there is to it. Moving on, Moving on to our next semi-pertinent news story. Uh, Rick and Morty vs. D&D module is coming out soon. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Tough uh, man. It was, it was seen out in the wild uh, at Mike Goes Geek on his Instagram yeah. page. Uh, shared an image of, uh, was it in a GameStop? I think it, yeah, yeah, it uh, might have been in like a GameStop. That's, that's, that's uh, the But one. it was it was the D&D module. This might actually be the trade paperback for it. Is that? Is that it, what it is? It's, or? it's, it's both. I I okay. I responded to him. I, I said, "Whoa, is it, is that the trade paperback or is that the the module that they were talking about?" And he said, "It's both." I, it was in text. I am I'm imagining that's what he sounded you're, like. You're assuming the inflection on that one. Yeah, it's uh, both. <laughs> that's that's probably how Mike Goes Geek would have said it. How would you? Uh, how do you I, want your I'm coffee? S- Black. Like just it's every- both. Two Mike, sugars. Mike goes geek. <laughs> uh, let's stop making fun of him. Uh, no, but anyway, him. he's a good guy. No, we're we're know. honoring him and his legacy. <laughs> anyway, thank you for showing that uh, image to us. It looks like it was about twenty five bucks at GameStop. Uh, I intend to pick this up. I think we should play this module as a group. Maybe we could do that as a bonus episode for. For international RSS as we continue to work towards season four, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I I'm sort of uh, at odds because we're about to start a new D and D campaign, and I'm like, ah, oh, but it comes out officially it's so, so soon. Maybe we should do one more like one shot, <laughs> or we can hold on to it and just have it be like this oh. weird offshoot. With your normal characters, yeah, I don't know. we'll figure something. Yeah, out. maybe, maybe I, maybe I can. This will be my my last uh, one shot. It could be my last one shot before we get back into yours, or or after I'll, we get I'll back just, into yours, or I'll just never DM again, and we'll just never get into our actual <laughs> campaign. Uh, no, we have we have to, we have to because we you have to. you we owe have me, to. you owe me big time. Have to. <laughs> All right, uh, moving on. Morty of the Month winners. Thanks to everybody who entered our Morty of the Month contest for the big end of season giveaway. Oh, yeah. Uh, there were many Mortys to be handed out, and you guys certainly delivered by answering trivia questions and, and retweeting and doing all sorts of things uh, to put your names in the hat to win some Mortys. And, and being longtime supporters of the show, we wanted to, we wanted to reach out and... And for those who uh, have supported us for for many many moons, we wanted many many moons. We wanted to hit you up and uh, and and pick pick your names out of a hat. And uh, there you go. So uh, with that in mind, congrats to Nikki Chuck, Philip Marks eighty seven, who uh, who got some 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 stuff right the first time we did trivia. Johnny Ram RVA R R Beavis nine eighty. Cog Drizzle, 12. <laughs> Totsum, old, old Dom. J1, J2, Shay Minty. And old Eric Sirdark. 
old Sirdark. Congratulations, guys. Uh, only a couple things left. One thing that you have here in some important news, it just says Justin Roiland. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's... Um... It says Justin Roiland, but I think that is actually uh, for the next portion. I wrote Justin Roiland, but it was actually a, a weird segue somehow into what we like to call the Dan Harmon Social Media Minute. Dan Harmon Social Media Minute with no rhyme or reason to the song. I'm just going to sing it. <laughs> Social media minute. Uh, yeah, actually, in this Dan Harmon social media minute, we are going to play a song for you. Uh, it was Justin Roiland's birthday recently. And as Dan Harmon frequently does on his Instagram page, he uses some sweet apps to to produce some music. And uh, in this this last week, he he featured a song for justin's birthday so uh i think we have that audio potentially oh we, uh, we, we, we sure do we sure do travis what <laughs> all I, right what i what i like are it, you waiting for it to loop <laughs> so you can time it correctly <laughs> no i was actually uh making sure the volume was was a, a weird, weird justin roiland you were just a boy when we met and i will bet you're feeling older today you do the voices and you make creative choices that bring millions of us joy and so the world would like to say happy birthday you're the best last season suck give me a job i hope you die just take my money take your time and make me more happy birthday you're a monster you're a god you're nothing special never change you changed my life now where the fuck is season four Classic. 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 <laughs> uh, and for those of you uh, that did Justin not Roy. see oh, the... No. Oh, there he is again. Oh, <laughs> no, gosh. No, no. Quiet, Dan. Back. back in the box. Back in the box. Um, he is driving uh, during this Instagram video. So, uh, you know, keeping it safe out there on the streets of California. But he's driving a Tesla, so... That's where we do our best. Um, That's where we do our best. Clearly, it was not an autopilot as he was turning around corners. But anyway... Uh, Really awesome post. Go check out Dan Harmon's Instagram page because he's not on Twitter anymore. That is that is correct, Travis. And happy birthday, Justin. Yeah. yeah. Hope, February hope February twentieth, twenty first. No, February uh two plus a number. That's that's Ryland's <laughs> birthday, one of those days. Uh but uh yo, know, thank you so much, Travis, for for that. Uh but as you know, when we transition out of eventually semi-pertinent news, we have to transfer into something that we call the main thing. Oh, I was, I was, I was had you look at you, look at your face. I'm not doing it. Look at your face. Main thing. You should just. <laughs> I can't. I that's that's my acapella damage coda. It's a main thing. Um, remember, <laughs> all right. Remember when people complained about me doing bad music? Yeah, and there's a reason you did it is because you were the better one at improvised music. Oh Brandon. yeah. Whoa, that's yeah, whew, yeah. That's a stretch. Yeah. 
All right, everybody, this week we are recapping season one, episode one, all over again, because uh, we're at an episode. No, that's not true. That's not true at all. This is our Evil Morty episode. We've been teasing this for a few weeks, and we've decided to take a little time and discuss about uh, a character who every fan of the show has an opinion about. I think so. There have been countless theories about this character. Obviously, that's Evil Morty. So... The first thing that's written in the show notes and the question I will ask you, even though you wrote the question down in the show notes, is why do you think Evil Morty is such a compelling character? Oh, that's a that's a tough question. And I'm glad I wrote it down with the intent of asking you first and then me taking like a 20 minute break. <laughs> just 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 kind of piggybacking <laughs> off of everything that I say. Yeah. Every single thing you say as with yeah. No, absolutely no, right. That's so, a great point, Travis. That's good. Yeah. Should, I keep keep that up. Yeah, what what's your next point? Because I probably agree <laughs> with that too. Um, well, okay. So a couple of thing reasons I, why I, I didn't think, let me ask you didn't even let me answer it. Go for it. I'm, I'm, no, I was sir, I was gonna I was I'm gonna setting it back over to you. Setting it back. Okay. Oh, setting it back to you now. But give it back to me. Uh, Set it. I'm gonna spike it. <laughs> uh, no. Okay. So here's that was that was like the first first question that came to my mind. Um, was why why is he such a compelling character? He's only been in two episodes, right? The Rick Lantis mix right. up or Tales from a Citadel and Close Recounters of the Rick Kind, and and he's left such a mark on on the fans. Right, you 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 think of Evil Morty, you think of President Morty, and you think, oh, oh, this is this is the shit right here. This is what's this is what's happening. This is some some real stuff, and and I and I think that I think that that's what it is. Is you this it it's it's kind of like the first villain or real foil to Rick, like the real foil that he that even he's not really. He doesn't know, so it's something that the the audience, the viewer knows, is a is a th- a real threat to to him, but he doesn't know it, right? Right, yeah, I, I'd agree with that, and I think one of the one of the things in the, in the first appearance of uh, Evil Morty is that he he is uh, there. He's sort of revealed at the very end of an episode, so even even though like he is actually the one pulling the strings for an entire episode. And and we realize at the end, like it's this big twist, like, Oh, it's not this other Rick that's been killing a bunch of Ricks. It's an evil Morty that's responsible for it. Uh, There's, there's almost no additional information about him. Like the episode cuts off. Then you cut to this more like fun, like season finale with a party and everything. And then you have like years of time (laughs) where we get zero information about evil Morty. And so I think fans are left with a lot of time to speculate and think about, all right, what's the deal with him? Obviously, like you said, he has that ability to potentially be better than Rick or be an actual competition to Rick, but he's, he's in the background. He's, he's, he's not a prominent character in the, in the foreground. And so 
I, I I do think that's compelling, and 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 he's one of the one of the only characters that I can really think of in the first season that's introduced in 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 such an interesting way, and then left out to kind of hang there and not have any resolution, so that so that we continue to wonder. Like they they make it very clear that he is out amongst the Mortys of the Citadel. He is he is still at large when 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 we leave when we leave him the first time. And uh yeah, so I I think that mystery around the character has helped to make him so compelling also. Uh I I was I was typing out a question as you're finishing up that. And and it if you read in the show notes Travis a uh, little behind the the curtains uh i didn't finish the question but i will yeah, answer so i can i can see that your cursor is still there at the end of your incomplete sentence. <laughs> uh and so here's i'll i'll ask the question do you think it would have been effective <laughs> do, do you think it would have been uh you do you think it would have been as effective uh a reveal if evil president morty was was in, reintroduced sometime in season two do you do you think that 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 year gap well yeah several year gap between season two and season three uh and tales from a citadel that 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 highlighted or kind of uh elevated the the reveal of president morty i do i think that in much the same way that the the first reveal of evil morty at the end towards the end of season one um it was it wasn't expected you just thought of him as like maybe this morty that is 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 a decent he's an evil morty to an evil rick but the you feel like that relationship is still the same and that the the relationship isn't in reverse where the evil morty is controlling this rick so you have an entire season that has almost like three or four years surrounding it uh, of, of, of downtime for you to really speculate about evil Morty, but then also sort of forget about it and, and get back into the rhythm of the show. And you see a lot of Morty's in a lot of different situations and none of them are evil Morty. So the reveal of president Morty as evil Morty in the Rick Lantis mix-up is again one of those gotcha moments where I remember watching the Rick Lantis mix-up the first time through and not being like, oh, this is Evil Morty. This is going to be Evil Morty. It's not until like towards the end when you start seeing uh, more of his his character and then his his campaign manager is investigating into it. And then obviously when he is in the boardroom and he... He gives his speech, and and then you see everybody floating around, and you hear what is now the iconic theme music for for Evil Morty. That you're just like, what? No way! Oh my gosh! Oh, wait, does he have an eye patch? Uh, he doesn't have an eye patch anymore. He doesn't. Uh, but but uh, yeah, and so I think I I I don't know uh what your question was uh would, i mean <laughs> would it have been as effective if it was revealed in season two versus season three i think i think it could have been but i think that then there would almost be like this expectation that we're always going to be checking in with evil morty like maybe every season mm. so i think to to have a season without him 
it's it's almost to that point where you forget like you're not expecting him sort of the way that we expect an interdimensional cable type of episode (laughs) in a season now because they set the precedent in the first season you get the sequel in season two and then they're like all right let's try morty's mind blowers in season three just kind of mix it up but if if they had done some sort of evil morty episode in season two i feel like that would also get that sort of same thing where you're like all right they only showed him once in season one then they showed him only in this episode in season two so then like every episode in season three you're like is this gonna be the one where they show him and I don't think the reveal at the Citadel with him being President Morty would have been as effective because it would have been like, oh, there's a Morty run for there president. He is. He's trying. This is going to be him. This is going to be him. I told you. I told you there are only three episodes left in the season. <laughs> I told you this was going to be him. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah. So I, I, I do think it was probably better for them to take that that season off. Yeah. 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 I, you, you make it. You make a really good point with like the the having an expectation of, of the types of episodes year after year and, and being forced to as, as a writer to say, okay, this is, this is what they're expecting. We need to, we need to fit it in, in some way, shape or form. I think that, uh, you know, there, I think there were some, uh, a good handful of people that started watching the show in season three. And sure. I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm sure there were. And so they they would have seen Tales from the Citadel after watching Pickle Rick and uh, Hemorrhage with Summer marrying Hemorrhage and <laughs> um, uh, the toxicity episode, all all this all this stuff. And then getting to this episode where like, OK, more more wacky Rick and Morty hijinks. Oh, they're on a, they're on a Citadel. Oh, there's a bunch of them. And then getting to a point where like, oh, there's a there's a evil Morty who's, who's president now that, that has a different type of a effectiveness, right? Like without even knowing the history of the character. And this is just an aside, but I think that is even more of a reason why that episode is the best episode of the season, even above pickle Rick in my estimation. No. Yeah. No, I, I I could support that, that way of thinking. Um, Uh, And, and, and one of the things that, is interesting i think about evil morty is the fact that he spans all three seasons essentially he you know makes that first appearance in season one and then again is is popping up in season three obviously we have plenty of characters that have been consistent throughout the series but this this character particularly sort of lends to that idea that Maybe Dan Harmon, Justin Roiland, the rest of the writers on the team have this bigger goal in mind, right? Like that, and and I think it drives a lot of the the fans that that pursue theories and 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 theory craft about the show and and what might be happening if there is a bigger picture to the story. And I think we've been pretty vocal on this podcast about how we don't necessarily buy into all of that, and we think that maybe most of the shows are encapsulated and 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 they they refer to other episodes but it's not necessarily all part of this big larger puzzle mm-hmm. uh i i found it really interesting to hear uh when i was listening to Town earlier this week that uh dan Harmon doesn't necessarily love that kind of idea of 
having a bigger story like where where it's you have to you have to go and and chase the breadcrumbs and 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 dig more and more through it so i'm 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 curious like do you think that there might be a bigger story already planned out to evil morty or do you think this is something that they kind of continue to build over time and they're maybe like oh here's a here's a good opportunity to kind of revisit that idea revisit the character um uh, ugh, I I I'm I'm making noises to to get my thoughts out there eventually. <laughs> I I'm not I'm not a I'm not a writer. That I was that's not how I was, I was trained. And so I'm wondering if if Harmon if he if he has this kind of like grander thing in mind or if he like they do an improv, right? Like when you when you start a scene in long form improv, you upright citizens brigade or or, or wherever, you you start a scene and you have this this basic outline and you just let the moment carry you and it carries you forward and occasionally you have callbacks to certain things and oh haha, there's there's funny and uh, but you you're living you're always in the moment. You're not trying to think too far ahead. You're not thinking about what happened in the past, but things just naturally get to a, a place. And right. yeah. and, al- and although Harmon talks about this, the story circle a lot, you can, even in the, the those long form improvs, you still have essentially those types of, those type of circular moments. Right. And right. so again, uh, my point is I don't know if Harmon has the the long term in mind or if he just happens to be so kind of talented in that way that he finds he uh, lives in the moment, picks and chooses certain moments and then expounds upon them to make these uh, President Morty moments. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I just still am not convinced that there's like a red folder somewhere in in the rick and morty offices that's like the evil morty folder <laughs> do not do not share with uh you know fan base until I, 2025 I, I i would i would i would wholeheartedly agree with that i don't think that's the the type of person he is uh and and so i have like a short uh how uh, this clip is like maybe five ten seconds long but it's from the most recent harman town and where where harman talks about these kind of like these payoff moments right so here, here it is. Here it is. No, no, like, uh, ooh, this is going to pay off one day. Like, I would hate to make that promise. That's it. It's not even five minutes, five seconds long. <laughs> uh, so, so when you're thinking about, like, Evil Morty and the creation of it, uh, it, it almost kind of cements that thought in my head that he's not flying by the seat of his pants, but living in the moment when he's writing these characters and these storylines. Yeah, he's not he's not writing these reveals of Evil Morty to try and set up a big payoff later on. The reality is we may never get a real payoff for what Evil Morty is doing or what his plans are. I think it's always a feather in his hat, I guess if that's an actual saying, but like <laughs> it's always an it's always something that's there for him and, and and the writing team that if they ever want to flesh that out more it it's there like it's it's primed for for something to build on but it also doesn't it doesn't need to be like the central thread 
that runs through the show. I think yeah. the show can exist and have a lot of other things uh, happen without them having to revolve around this this evil Morty character and and his schemes for power. There's there's a the, going a little bit away from Rick and Morty just for one second. Uh, strange and futile gesture. The story about the National Lampoon. Um, there there's one of the writers who would carry with him just like a like a box of index cards and on each of the these index cards was an idea for an article and so you just you'd think of something and he'd write it down put it put it on the index card put it in this this box and in a way like some of these like some of these Rick and Morty things can't can be kind of you know thought of like that where there are ideas in a box and when that idea makes sense, pull it out, uh, craft it, and make an episode about it. Purge planet. Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In, in that Harmontown episode, he talks about a booger ray a lot and, and talking about whatever, just make the booger ray episode. Just write it, draw it, whatever. We're, we're just going to make the booger ray episode. Yeah. 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 Um, so uh, I, I want to... I want to move into theories and then I have like a 30 second clip of, of, of Harmon eventually talking about backstories, but I want to talk about the, the theories first. Um, okay. And then, then we'll get to that clip. So there are a lot of theories obviously out there, some more legit than, than others. Sure. Um, sure. And, and I want to say, I'm sure that the writers have in the back of their minds who they think evil Morty is and where he came from. They, yeah, that's probably that's probably something they've they've discussed. They've, you know, spitballed some ideas. Yeah. There, I'm I'm sure it, it comes up. Yeah, yeah, and then and then Harmon's probably like, "Shut the fuck up! Don't ask me that question <laughs> go, again. Go get me a donut in my Tesla. I don't know if he eats donuts. I'm sorry, Dan. <laughs> sorry, Dan. You, sorry, Dan. I know you're a frequent listener of the the show. <laughs> uh, every time I've seen you at Harmontown, you always say hi to me and you say, "Hey, oh, I love the podcast." Um, yep, that's exactly what happens in Brandon's fantasy <laughs> dream. I'm uh, so anyway, scared. theories, I theories. Uh, I, I pulled a whole list of theories uh, from a Screen Rant on YouTube. They've they've got a video that that covers a bunch of these theories, uh, but it mostly talks just about what the theories are. I thought we could maybe dig a little bit deeper yeah. and share our thoughts uh, on some of these theories. Uh, the very first one is that Evil Morty was abandoned abandoned by a rick uh possibly c137 rick maybe another rick but that he was he is a rickless morty uh for all intents and purposes poor rick and that's what and, and that's why he behaves the way that he does uh maybe he thinks that all mortys should uh would be better off without a rick and and so that's why he is uh, trying to bring the Ricks down at the Citadel and is is killing off all these other Ricks uh, earlier in the series. Um, your thoughts? Um, this this theory kind of I, I didn't I didn't watch the screen at uh, YouTube video, admittedly, but I see the second bullet immediately below this that says Evil Morty is out for revenge, and guess what? Those sound like the same theory, <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, there's there's some things from the 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 YouTube uh, clip that I I didn't even write down because it felt like it just supported the other theories. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I think uh, 
whether whether it's revenge against a Rick that abandoned him or a Rick that done him wrong, uh, I think I think both of those things could be motivating factors towards why he's doing what he's doing. And and, and uh, this this isn't one uh, this isn't one that I see written down. But what if what if Evil Morty doesn't even care about revenge or any of these kind of superficial issues, and he just he just wants to be have control like it's it's not even it's like he's not like oh i'm damaged because rick left me oh rick is an asshole i'm gonna show him wrong maybe he's just like i'm fucking smart and i i have an opportunity to take control of the people who are supposedly the smartest in the the universe yeah there's the uh, the fourth bullet the evil rick is a hero in his dimension that sort of uh, implies that same sort of idea that uh, he's he's not necessarily evil, but he is more the the Rick of his own dimension, and that maybe he is from a dimension where the Morty is smarter than the Rick, and and he has has managed to find his way to the Citadel somehow, and looks at himself as the Morty that is going to free all these other Mortys from oppression because he is. The one more, true Morty. The one true Morty. <laughs> uh, yeah. So in, in in that in that sense, maybe he carries out his plans in a very uh, dastardly or evil way, but his intent is is maybe more heroic. Uh, I don't I don't fully buy into that, but you know it's it could it could be the case. Um. You know, I, I know we have I know we have these things written down from Screen Rant, and I just showed this this little pamphlet for the Good Morty that I got from the season one Blu-ray. Um, but let, let me let me let me ask that I, I made the joke about uh, Evil Morty being the one true Morty. Well, uh, that that's when they introduced that concept of it. We kind of mm-hmm. we all, we kind of all thought like, oh yeah, well that's that's C one thirty seven Morty. Um, maybe it's, I've, I've never i've never bought into that theory but that's fine <laughs> yeah i mean maybe maybe this is going into uh star wars territory a little too much uh but uh maybe maybe the one true morty is bringing balance to the ricks and mortys <laughs> yeah yeah well yeah and i i think it i it, the one true morty might be the one that is most like rick you know, there's 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 other theories that were on that screen rant that talk about um, it, it. It makes the assumption of another theory is that all Mortys grow up to become Ricks. And so then this evil Morty is like aware of that and all this stuff. And then time folds over on itself. And I I go cross eyed and throw up in my hoodie and uh so yeah i i don't buy i that's why i didn't include that one at all because i don't i i really dislike that theory i think that that the create the creative team does a great job of like blending that and especially the citadel making like a really tall morty that looks like that looks like a rick tall tall um, morty tall morty yeah the one that looks like a rick yeah uh so tall morty they said he's morty oh that confirms yeah, it's obviously that's exactly what it is so um but you you mentioned doofus rick and actually the 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 theory that evil morty swapped brains with a rick and that's why he's so smart 
uh, it actually uses Doofus Rick as a potential evidence for that theory, saying that Doofus Rick was a smart Rick, but had his brain swapped with Evil Morty. And so now Doofus Rick is dumb because Evil Morty took all of his smarts. Uh, again, you, not a theory you, I'm super into, but and here I and here's and here's and here's why. Here's why, and I think I think you already know why I'm going to say this, but it's a dumb theory, uh, <laughs> because because Doofus Rick demonstrably is not dumb. He makes brownies out of mixing up chemicals yeah the only reason the only the only the only reason he is known as doofus rick is because the other ricks treat him like shit that is the only reason and they're like and because he eats it but (laughs) like but he doesn't those are the only two reasons (laughs) shut up try he doesn't actually (laughs) they're they they're they're bullies and they're picking on the the one rick who is sensitive and uh probably has the best interest for people in mind yeah, he's the one that cares, and he actually likes Jerry. So obviously, <laughs> the other Ricks will pick on him. Yeah. Um. All right. So I think that that covers most of the main theories, except for the one that I I think I've seen the most out online, and that's that Evil Morty is Rick's quote unquote original Morty. Uh. You you look at the twenty years of time where where Rick was missing from from Beth's life and, and the lives of, of Morty and Summer and, and Jerry. Uh, and, and what was he doing at all that time? Because we've seen pictures of Rick with a baby Morty and, and that sort of raises questions. Well, how was Rick around when Morty was a baby? If he's gone for 20 years, yada, yada, yada. And there is a question that maybe this evil Morty was a Morty that C-137 Rick was around in his early life, and then he did something. Either he trained him to be evil like him, or something else happened. And then eventually, abandoned him, wanted revenge. (laughs) These all kind of build on each other. But this theory really focuses on what the payoff will be, and, and maybe less about the origin, but the fact that at some point when C-137 Rick comes into actual contact with Evil Morty, because that's another thing we haven't really talked about, is the lack of interaction between mm-hmm. Evil Morty and and our Rick, as as I, I tend to think of him. Well, yeah, and, and, and that, that's what I said really at the start of this was the the fact that the 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 audience, the viewer, knows all of this stuff about Rick. Uh, evil Morty, President Morty now. You went away. And our Rick and Morty, our Rick and Morty are completely oblivious to any of this stuff going on, which, which, which emphasizes the kind of, um, I don't know, caution. (laughs) I use that word, but like the, the, the threat to it. It's a, it's an unseen threat that they are not prepared for they don't know that it's going to be coming for them rick thought that in close recounters the rick kind that he took care of the the evil rick it's done i'm done with this <laughs> yeah cool it's all, it's all it's good to go it's it's done but but the but the real threat is still out there we we know it as viewers he doesn't know it and i think uh that that kind of goes along with what you're saying um yeah yeah 
you you have a few lesser theories here. Uh, uh, and I put them in that category just because I I dislike these theories uh, to a degree, and I think that maybe they're just really reaching, or they're tied to like a specific episode or yeah. or something that that's completely unrelated. And so I I just I feel like it's it's really a stretch. Um, one of those is that Summer created Evil Morty uh, using the Morty's Mind Blowers uh, capsules. And and she actually sort of mixed the, the memories around and, and, and unleashed a Morty that knew too much. And, and so she actually created the Evil Morty. I, I'm not buying that. Thumbs it, up, thumbs down. Yeah, it's, it's a thumbs big down. thumbs down for me. Yeah, definitely. Uh, the the, sec- the second one is Evil Morty is a robot, and that uh, I I like I like this theory in th- in theory in theory. Uh, I did I did just make my my seven year old watch Terminator and Terminator Two, so I love I love an evil robot <laughs> uh, plot, but Evil Morty is a robot. Um, it, it, which which episode was it? Uh, where uh, Rick makes the robot Summer and Morty. Yeah, yeah. it's it's an early season three episode. Yeah, I'm alive. It's, it's... I'm alive. <laughs> yeah. uh, that that's that's funny to me. I would if maybe as like a standalone episode that is an evil Morty. I I could go for, uh, no. but yeah. but as a main uh backstory for this character i don't think it's... and and obviously this theory is supported by like the wires coming out from behind evil morty's eyes sure, yeah. that are like attached to the eye patch and all this stuff but i mean as we've seen uh really throughout a lot of season three rick has all sorts of you know cyber enhancements and things like that built into his body so it's he doesn't rick doesn't have to be all robot to have some of those you know, robotic features uh, sort of attached within him, and and I think the same could go for an advanced Morty, like like evil Morty. True, true, true. That, and and we haven't gotten into the comics, but we allude to them all the time. Uh, uh, I've talked about I've talked about Doofus uh, Jerry, who is super smart and is a equal threat to to Rick. Uh, depending on how much of those uh, comics is canon. And uh, go ahead and, and caveat that we don't know how much of it is actually canon or not, uh, but it's it could be likely that uh, you know Evil Morty is a doofus Morty. Yeah, yeah, so. uh, I guess. Yeah, uh, Leanne <laughs> on on YouTube says uh, Robot Summer and Morty episode is recommencing the stone. Thank you. Uh, so thank you, Leanne, for 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 shouting out in chat. Hearts. Hearts. Um, Hearts, that's a hearts. shitty heart. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how to do heart with my, my fingers. Doesn't matter. Uh, so yeah, I I guess wrapping this up is is there anything more that you really want to say about Evil Morty? I I for one would would love to see the character come back. Uh, I are, are is that something that you're looking forward to as well, or are you like, yeah, it's he's a president now. He can season do what he wants. season five, yeah. I'm I'm waiting for him in season five. Um, You're like only odd seasons. That's the only time <laughs> we can see Evil Morty. The 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 last thing I'll say, and and then I'll uh, I'll hop into the the Harmon Town uh, clip that I that I snagged, um, is that whatever whatever happens with Evil Morty in the future, 
what I hope that they don't do is do a flashback episode and where they like, this is what happened. Oh, here's flashback 20 years ago or 13 years ago. And uh, Rick is ditching Morty and, oh, now Morty is now uh, trying to survive and he's getting all this resentment and learning how to build his own machines and contraptions. And then it, then the big reveal of where uh, Tales from the Citadel happens, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I hope that it doesn't happen like that because it just uh, as Harmon, Harmon and, and Schraub say it best on, on Harmon Town with you don't, you don't go back. You keep building forward. You keep building and adding stuff to, to a story. You don't, you shouldn't go back, which is my kind of problem with Han Solo, the, the solo movie. But uh, regardless, <laughs> uh, before I before I play the clip, do you have anything to say about that? No, no. Let's let's roll that clip. All right. What do you think about this? Like, I think it's like a terrible it? idea. Yeah. I, I'm not being glib. I don't think I because I, I think that that uh, 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 our our friends don't have origin stories. I, like we learn things about them that make sense when we look at them as a whole, but we don't we don't learn the as much as we enjoyed the River Phoenix opening to Indiana Jones the third movie. It also simultaneously we were watching Indiana Jones die, like we were getting too much information. It it, it that's how I feel about that stuff. And 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 I agree with that. Like it's it's. Uh... It's like uh, in in look who's purging now, <laughs> like three weeks earlier. Like you don't tell the you don't tell the story. Uh, I think our stories should start where they start and they should end where they end, right? Yeah, like the, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ex- exactly right. Um, so that that's that's how I feel about it. Just how well, and I, I almost almost to like dan's credit in in terms of storytelling like if you want to tell about something that happened in somebody's past you don't have to use go back to the past a mechanic and go show it you can you can express that through you know a monologue through an interaction through the the season two finale is a great example of this where we don't know much about rick's past but a conversation between bird person and Beth <laughs> yeah. helps to sort of fill in the gaps a little bit about what Rick's been through and maybe what he was doing, you know, throughout that 20 years when he was away. So I, I think that it is, um, I, I, I think it's, it's, it's an, a unique perspective and I think it's probably maybe upsetting for people that really love to theory craft and come up with like, all these ideas about where this Morty came from and, and who he might be when, when in reality we may never get a clear picture of that. And he may just be this one exceptional Morty that, that sort of rose above the others to the, to this position of power. And then we will maybe see how that position and, 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 and the talents of this one Morty end up affecting the lives of of Rick and the Morty that we that we follow, and 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 even if they did, even if they did go back, there's no there's no guarantee that that is going to be an effective payoff for for the fans. You and I are both lost fans, and oh yeah, and and going back to find out how Jacob and the Man in Black became who they were, you know, interesting episodes, but they didn't. Did it? Did it really 
enhance what we knew about the show or or enhance our enjoyment. Like we could have we may have been able to live without those episodes without without being like, oh, we never find out about how Jacob <laughs> came to be, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we found out a little bit about him, but anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so it, anyway, uh, they, they, they talk, I don't have this, this clip, but they do talk a little bit more about just trying to appease so many different uh, aspects or, or uh, folks who watch this, this show. Oh, and yeah. and yeah. having and having to do something for for everybody, and uh, being able to appease everyone, and they they're cognizant of what it takes to write a successful show and an entertaining show, and I have faith in what they're going to go with moving forward in season four, season five, and beyond. Yeah, I I, I would highly recommend anybody uh, if you're not a regular listener of Harmon Town. Uh, to check out this most uh, recent episode, I believe it's called Woke. Uh, what's it called? A- woke like, AF hashtag. Woke AF hashtag. Yes, uh, go check it out. The, the back end. The, the the second hour of 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 the podcast is particularly interesting. They do an improvised uh, Rick and Morty uh, sketch, um, but they do talk a little bit about. Uh, what it's like to write Rick and Morty and talk a little bit about sort of the behind the scenes process of it. So uh, I highly recommend uh, checking that episode out if you need a little, little extra Rick and Morty fix. And as a, as an added bonus, they talk shit about the new Weezer album. I mean, let's just, yes. yes, they do. I mean, come they on do. Africa. Like here's, my, Oh man, I want to talk so that's much. A, that's an apathetic enthusiasm oh. conversation and we don't have time for it, Brandon, <laughs> right. uh, because All as right. everybody knows it is now time for listener suggestions and short outs. No theme song. Uh, yeah, no theme song for this one. Uh, thank you to uh, friends over on Facebook. Uh, I want to give a shout out to Madison Locke, who uh, showed off her yes. Anatomy Park puzzle Which I need that uh, off, uh, off one of those, uh, oh, what you call it, uh, no context Rick and Morty posts. Yep. Yep. Uh, also, uh, Heist Wings uh, is always dropping comments. On, on many of those posts uh, a particular favorite of mine when he talks about the jerry Burry and how the factory tint settings are always too high uh i i love that line it is one of my favorite lines from that episode so really appreciate you uh sharing that uh, i also want to give some short outs to folks following along over on uh, twitch and youtube as as we stream live mm-hmm. uh we mentioned leanne earlier leanne asks uh there is a theory that in future seasons, all of Rick's enemies will team up to defeat him. What do you think about this theory? Um, I'm not familiar with this theory uh, in advance, but uh, I mean, maybe that's the only thing that could bring Rick down is is all of his enemies having to join forces because he's he's sort of found a way to science his way out of every other predicament that he's been in. Uh, and they they've already they've already dabbled with this type of stuff in the comics. Uh, also, for some of the the, the teaser promos that they, that they have out there, uh, which there was the, that the teaser promo had a bunch of the villains going after Rick, but it also had uh, Snowball in it. Not Snowball. Uh, uh, is it Snowball? Yeah, the the dog. Yeah. Okay. I, I got confused with the Simpsons for a second. I was like, oh, is it is it? yeah uh anyway uh and i was like that's he's not a villain uh but he's also yeah, a villain but in one fluffy of the... was his slave name right snuffles or whatever snuffles snuffles yeah 
Um, but anyway, so that that's that's an aspect of, of some of the the things in the comics. Um, and it was like my idea for a Rick and Morty video game as well. Uh, yeah, which, oh, that was so long ago. We should still make that, <laughs> uh, you know, with all of our free time. Yeah, 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 uh, okay. yeah, yeah. All right, I still have connections in the in the industry. All right, we'll make it happen. We'll release it as a uh, what like a Java game. Or <laughs> yeah, and and then immediately get sued by a uh, Turner Broadcasting. Yeah, Turner Broadcasting. As they as they take it down, just like they took out most of our stuff on T Public. Which, by the yeah. way, let me throw this out there. That was a good segue. By the way, uh, thank you for that question. <laughs> so, Daticus, our, our longtime fr- friend and fan, Daticus. A long time ago, he he drew a, he drew a picture of of Travis and I for the show. Uh, I uh, and he was like, "Hey, you should you should uh, take this and do stuff with it." And uh, I eventually we took that image and I put it on our new website, RickandMortyPod.com. And also, it's on T Public now, and so I want to give a shout out to old, old Daticus who rocking the mug. If you go to it's T, looking good, Brandon. If you go to our T Public. T public site. I want to make sure that uh, Daticus knows that we appreciate the shit out of him and that this this mug. Uh, it's, I mean, it's his design. It's his little initials are right there. Uh, it's yeah. it's Travis and I eating pickles. So many pickles. Uh, so many pickles. pickles for days. Uh, and I do have a picture, and this is where he got it from. Like of me with a giant pickle in my mouth, like like long ways. <laughs> yeah it's it's so so creepy anyways so i want to give a shout out to him uh if you like the design i i, I put it out, out to the live stream uh you can also go out there onto our show notes and, and see it there uh go yeah. out there and and support him uh because he's he's fantastic and you can hit him up on twitter at dadicus c-u-s yeah yeah go check out all of his artwork uh final shout out to imagine imagination uh who asks how's things uh things are good thanks things are good uh thanks for hanging out in the live stream thanks for watching (laughs) uh if you are listening to the audio version of this podcast and want to follow along with us uh on a live stream make sure that you are following us on social media uh and following us over either on twitch or on youtube uh both of those are the apathetic enthusiasm channels uh we should uh we'll 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 drop some some links in the show notes if you want to follow along with those so that you can uh make sure to catch us live and and interact with us uh as we're recording uh thanks to everybody for listening thanks for subscribing thanks for sharing this show with friends and family and strangers and coworkers. uh and if you haven't done so already please head over to apple Podcasts. you can rate and review this episode or this this show uh let us know what you think give it some stars and uh, that'll help us to continue to remain relevant on uh, on that platform <laughs> that, that's right. Uh, right up until the day that season four arrives. So no. uh, hopefully that will be soon. Uh, that, but that's right. Know, that's right. That's right. That's right. We, I, I, I we do, don't know when that will be. I do. I do. Ha- I do have one more shout out to my coworker Omar, who follows uh, follows us on the stream every once in a while. Talks to me about Rick and Morty just about every day, and I owe him about thirty five dollars for Rick and Morty. Uh, mystery box figurines that he's given to me they're duplicates that he had uh he's okay. he sent me he sent me a video which was actually royland back in december on the h3 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 podcast talking about animatics going going north um and uh the estimate everyone being july 20 july sometime for season four omar's watching right now and he says it's 30 bucks fool 
So I was going to give you uh, 35, you son of a bitch. <laughs> 30 bucks it is. Hey. Well, thanks for watching. Thanks Omar. for Chinese food, we, by we the appreciate way. It. Earlier. Yeah. That was really good. <laughs> All right, everybody. Uh, that is that is it for this episode. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for watching. Uh, and until next time, I'm Travis. <laughs> I'm Brandon. We'll uh, see you around. Bye. Oh God, that's so loud. It's supposed to fade in. Is that is that the right music? Oh no, that's apathetic enthusiasm. That's, that's apathetic enthusiasm. Hey, oh, it's, it's transitioning. We knew you were in a mood tonight, Brandon. Yeah. And that was not as loud. I should fix these things.